DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time to welcome in Utah State football coach Gary Anderson. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Gary, good morning. Good morning, guys. So obviously, thir- uh, we're, we're probably better than you. I, I assume yeah. you're stewing a little bit after the game. 31-7 to wasn't the plan. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, so, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So you watch it. What, what went wrong? There's probably a list of things that went wrong, but what were a couple of the critical things that went wrong and got that game off track? Well, I think the one thing is, is number one, the Air Force is, is a very good team. Um, they're a mature team. They're um, a tough-minded team. And, uh, you know, uh, quite just frankly, our, our football team in that situation, in that setting, we need to freaking be better on the line of scrimmages um, on both sides. And, you know, we're, we have a young offensive line. We have this and we have that and blah, blah, blah. That, that's just whatever. We're we're far enough into the season to where, you know, we expect to be able to play at a high level. And, uh, you know, we got beat on the line of scrimmages. And so well, whatever that means moving forward, we got to look at it, adjust it, understand it, coaching better. Kids got to take responsibility. We got to get stronger. We got to get um, those settings and, and, and grow up a little bit. So that's number one. Number two, um, you know, offensively, we obviously had uh, no offense, and um, that's been basically a trend, and that trend needs to stop, and it needs to freaking get better. And if, when it does, we'll have an opportunity to, you know, move ourselves down the field and beat an Air Force team like that. Air Force is going to get yards. They're going to get offense um, on you when they have really good players, and they have really good players this year. And, you know, they've done that, uh, you know, fairly consistently throughout this year. So you have to match strength with strength. And in my opinion, against them, it's you know, find a way to get them off track on offense, uh, their offense, which we didn't do a good enough job of, put them in uncomfortable situations and then make plays and get off the field. We were able to do it a few times, but not enough, obviously. And, uh, you know, you can't run whatever it was, 30-some-odd football plays. I looked at it the week before, two weeks before, and Fresno had 44 plays, and I thought that was uh, a few plays to get run against you, and all of a sudden we found a way to to, uh, make that even worse for ourselves. So uh, recipe for success is not 46 minutes of uh, possession time um, being inept completely on offense um, to beat a good Air Force team. So uh, lots to work on, and I look at myself right in the mirror and say that's uh, on me, and I'll do all I can to help these kids get better and help these coaches get better. But uh, that was hard to sit through for four quarters on that sideline and um, deal with that. So in watching that game, I thought that, you know, you're down 17 nothing. I think it was, but then you come out in the second yep. half and you score, and they go, okay, I mean, you're right back in this thing. And then, if I remember correctly, you, you trade a couple of punts, they pin you back down at the one, and you go three and out, at least from a field yep. position uh, vantage point, if you had gotten maybe one or two first downs, because then they score. And I thought that was the essence of the game right there. Is that the way you saw it? Great point. No, no, there's no doubt. I mean, we're sitting in a position to be able to, you know, score. We come back, get the ball. Um, can't do what we need to do. Force them to uh, punt, make some nice plays, uh, and they punt and pin us on the one yard line, and then we go absolutely nowhere. And you know, that was uh, we punt it. It's, it just happens to be into the wind. That's the game when you're playing it. And it was a stiff wind. The punt was decent for kicking into a 20 mile an hour wind, but. You know, we can we can all find the crutch, right? We can find the rain, we can find the snow, we can find the cold, we can find the wind. We can, there, there's crutches out there wherever you want them if you want to look for them. But you know, we need to 
convert a couple first downs in that situation, flip the field, or go score. All of a sudden, it's a you know it's a one score game. It's halfway through the third quarter, wherever it's at at that point. Air Force has 17 points, and as bad as it was on defense, the bottom line is points. That's that's what you look at at the end and say you win or lose with points. And you know, we had an opportunity to be able to you know cut it to a decent position right there and. We weren't, and they got a short field, got the ball on the 40-yard line, punched in and scored. And, um, you know, at that point, it was uh, it was going to be uphill sledding the way that they grind the clock. And, you know, those guys wake up in the morning, and they just as well, you know, step on your face as play you in a football game, and that's how they're trained. And I respect the heck out of that. That's why um, it's such a challenge to play those guys every week. And uh, they took it to us at that point, scored again. And, um, you know, we need to get bigger, stronger physical and find a way to get a couple first downs there. And I'm sorry to be so irritated, but I'm irritated. Well, we're not rather su- have truth we're than not BS. Su- we're not surprised you're irritated. And if you aren't irritated about a 31 to seven loss, you know you might be in the wrong profession. So we're not. There's no doubt. Particularly surprised. I don't know how much of a sense of humor you can have walking off the field. Do you tell Troy Calhoun you're right? You might be in the wrong league. Holy cow. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know where he was going with that. I still. I still don't. I mean, maybe they. Maybe they feel like independence or something good for them. I don't know. But uh, you know, he's he's got himself a, a heck of a football team, and uh, you know, they they did some good things. So they're they'll be right there battling with everybody as we go through. And the bright side is, is so will we. But we have to step up and understand our deficiencies. And you know, it starts this week with BYU, and then uh, the week after that, we're going to play ourselves with four games left to. Uh, you know, control our own destiny. So that's where this football team is. But that doesn't mean we can, you know, go sit in the corner and and uh, hide from what we we took uh, uh, the beatdown that we took on Saturday. So there's really no point in asking you. Oh, since you come back after this uh, demoralizing loss, would you rather play a conference game or BYU? Because you're playing BYU, so who cares what you want? The fact is, you've got to play BYU. Obviously, it's always an emotional game, national television, Saturday night, and blah, blah, blah. Is that something that you enjoy and embrace and want to transfer to the players to make sure, all right, you sucked last week, now you got a shot at redemption that's going to mean a whole lot to a whole lot of people? Well, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And you take those, those uh, you know, I'm the worst one to get over losses, and I'm never going to change that. That's just me. That's my personality. And, and I'm not afraid to talk, and I'm not afraid to talk – um, harshly to a team and to myself and look in the mirror and you know then we'll move on but it's right now it's time to move on and we'll move on through that as we go through this morning the meeting kids already had meetings we'll put this game behind us at 145 and uh, but we'll wait to put it behind us because we need to understand it and we need to digest it and feel it and um, not be happy about it but then we move on to a big game this week BYU there's no doubt it should fuel our fire um, I'm sure they're they're uh, they're fired up. They've had some big wins. They've done some great things this year, and um, obviously beating Boise is a is a huge huge step. Uh, you know they look and who they beat SC is right there in the fight for the the championship. So they've done some really good things. They're a good football team, and it's going to be a fight on both sides. They're coming to our place, and they're a physical football team. And if we can't match the physicality of the teams that we're playing throughout the rest of the season, you know um, it's it's going to be a battle and. Uh, I'm looking forward to see this team play again. Uh, we are playing a rivalry game. That's a big game. It's an important game. But you know what the Aggies need to do? The Aggies need to look at themselves and take care of themselves and functionally you know, work in all three areas of the football game, offense, defense, special teams, to get better, and uh, then worry about playing BYU. Aggie coach Gary Anderson joined us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. So you mentioned earlier in the uh, 
in the interview about getting beat at the line of scrimmage. And I'm, I'm curious, you know, we all know Air Force is the option. So it, in some regards, it's different. But in some regards, it's still kind of the same thing. So how much of the problems that you had against Air Force could be a problem against BYU? And how much of it is just a one-off play in that, that option offense? Well, it's a ton just playing against that offense. And, uh, you know, the way that they're built, the way that uh, they go about things, um, it's, it's extremely difficult, which we all know. So that being said, that, that's a big part of it. I don't think we had a problem, you know, up front with the, with the defensive line from a um, physicality standpoint and hanging in there and, and being able to bang around with people. Um, I guess anybody else we played this year. And I would suspect as we go through these next five games, we're going to be in really good battles with people. And I, I expect us to be right there with teams that we play on the line of scrimmage. And that we'll see. On the offensive side of the ball, you know, the youthfulness is, 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 is truly shown. And it's just the thing that the offense needs to adjust to and look at and say, because it's real easy to point the finger at one spot. You know, it seems like everybody wants to do that. Well, I candidly and very, very uh, – intensely disagree it's time for the other people to step up and stop looking at one person and saying well, what happened it's not that it's the ability for us to get where we need to be and adjust it as a coaching staff and say here's what we do well here's not what we do well and fix it and get us in a point to where the kids and all the kids and the the kid pulling the trigger has an opportunity to succeed and then all of a sudden you'll see some special things happen um, but that happens with physicality football is a physical game and it starts there and I think it stops there so we need to get better so my interpretation of what you just said, and I could be way off, wouldn't be the first time and it won't be the last time, but my interpretation is that you're hearing, and when you say the kid pulling the trigger, that's obviously Jordan Love, there's a yep. thought process going around as to, and, I, and I'm at the game on Saturday night at the Rice Eccles Press Box for Utah, and I'm hearing it along Media Row. What's happening to Jordan Love? How come he isn't as good as last year? So that's perception, and I think that's, the, that's my interpretation. I don't know if you're intending to say that, but that's my interpretation of it. So with that in mind, is it becoming a confidence issue with the offense now? No, I don't think it's a confidence issue, but that is the normal place for the normal fan and the normal person right. to go, right? Right, and, and exactly. I don't, and I, I, don't, I don't sit back and, trust me, I, I don't pay attention to that, but I will, make, I will make damn well sure that our football team doesn't get caught up in there because every one of those kids is going to listen and look and see and study their, little, their, their, their cell phone and their yeah, social media. Now, whether it. I agree with that or don't disagree, that's, I, I disagree with it, but that doesn't matter because they're going right. to do that. That's right. fine. But the point is correct. That is absolutely the natural place to go where if you get yourself caught into that our team will not get caught into that they will take responsibility and they'll understand that you know they are a huge part of it and you know you want to throw the ball protect the quarterback better you want to throw the ball catch the ball better you know there's still opportunities to be able to do it so everybody better you want you want to throw the ball coach him better um and and you know absolutely jordan loves going to sit there and take responsibility for things but nothing chaps my you know what worse than when i sit there and i say okay well so, you know what's wrong what's no it's a, it's a football team there's a 11 guys on the field and there's you know seven or eight coaches on that side coaching them so let's all look at ourselves in the mirror and find a way to get ourselves better and if we can't then you know we got to change it period um however you change that we got to fix it so i expect it to get better that's the bottom line so it turns out then that uh changing the coaching staff and changing nine of the 11 starters had a big impact on the quarterback 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's that's to me that's another thing. You, it's easy to sit back and and look in, but so you know, I miss where we're coming around. We got nine of eleven starters, and you know we're close, and we're I, I get it. All the and then we've all said it on this phone call one or two times. Blah blah blah. Right? I mean, this is going into game eight. So let's let's figure out what we do well. Let's figure out our deficiencies. Let's figure out the positive things, and let's mix it, and let's go be as good as we possibly can. And when this is over, in five weeks, and hopefully another game after that or two games after that, then we'll all be able to look back and say we gave it our best shot. But don't just sit there and say because we have nine of 11 starters or we got all new coaches or we got this or, you know, you know, I got a flat tire three days ago on my car or whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter to me right now. Let's be the best we can be, battle our tails off, and then all of a sudden at the end we'll be able to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, we fought like crazy to be as good as we can possibly be. And then I'm good with that. I'm okay. But I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, we uh, that's, that's why we're struggling on offense because you know our offensive line is young that's that's a cop out fix it and then we'll go from there Ah, oh, you're speaking in my heart, Coach. This is—I I hate excuses, man. I just hate them. If you get beat, you get beat. But don't give me a bunch of freaking excuses. So I'm glad for you to come on here and say that stuff. Well, I'm probably saying—I don't know. You know me, Lon. Yeah. You know me. You, it's just—it <laughs> is what it is. I'm not going to pull punches right. with my players, my coaches, or anybody else. I'm not going to do it. And it's just—it's uh, a great opportunity, and I think everybody deserves that. To an Aggie Nation is to know that we are going to fight our tails off to make this thing be right. And um, we've done some great things this year. We can't discount the fact that we've done some great things. We're three and one in league. We beat some really good football teams in our league, um, and we have an opportunity to be a really good football team. And I don't discount that at all, but I do want to make sure that we look at ourselves and understand where we have to get better and why we can get better and not just sit there and say okay it's it's just okay to be okay it's not is it funky at all you've done this with kyle but now you're going up against your old d coordinator and your buddy is that funky at all oh uh, it's always a little different you know Kalani's Obviously very close. A-Rod's very close. He lies. I recruited Eliza back a long time ago when he wasn't nearly as heavy as he is right now and he could actually run the football and do some things. It was, it was awesome. So uh, maybe he's a little lighter. I haven't seen him for six months or so, but the season usually gets him pretty good, so we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, but it's a little different playing against those guys. There's absolutely no doubt they're, they're tremendous people, and, um, you know, I love them. And, uh you know, I recruited A Rod way back when, and you know, Clawney and I obviously had the opportunities to to coach together. And uh, I remember the day that he got the job at BYU, and uh, how happy he was. And we kind of went through that process together. So those are those are awesome times. It doesn't change the the competitiveness of the game, uh, all those things that come come, come with it. <clears throat> Excuse me, but. It's a uh, it's a fun time, uh, you know. If it's I always say this at the end. If you would rather, would you just hey, we just can't wait to play against each other. I don't think that's the case, but it doesn't really change how you compete and how you battle against each other week in and week out. I don't know if you have the money in the Mountain West and the staff in the Mountain West to do this, but I've read stuff about other teams. You know, obviously the players have got to be focused on the Air Force game. The coaches have to be focused on the Air Force game. But if some of these bigger, richer schools, they can actually have analysts working ahead to kind of offset the advantage of going against a team that has a bye. Kalani knows you, A-Rod knows you, and they've had two weeks to go over film. And Elias has been sitting in there knowing you were going to make jokes about his weight on the air, thinking he's going to get you back. <laughs> so all these guys have had time. But do you have those kind of resources in the Mountain West to have the analysts to be working two games ahead, or is that just not possible? Uh, we not Not for paid spots. So we got guys that can come in and you know help us and 
volunteer a little bit to do some things and try to stay a little bit ahead. Um, you know, Coach Fav uh, comes in and does some things for us on, on the offensive side of the ball, but he's actually kind of named as really as an, in a, in, within our coaching staff. Um, I'll do uh, my spot a little bit if I can um, to help stay a little bit ahead, if you will, especially later in the week for the, for the defensive side. Um, you know, I try to do more of that for Air Force, and uh, you know, obviously I did a, a really a heck of a job helping them with the Air Force plan. It was a great, wonderful plan that I <clears throat> helped them come up with there. That's for sure. Um, but in any way, at the end of the day, we can we try to help and um, have. The, but it's not like here's you know here's a sixty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars coming to be an analyst and you know keep us two weeks ahead. We don't have that ability. I don't. I don't think anybody does in the Mountain West. I'd be surprised if they did, but I know we don't. Coach, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Appreciate you. Have a wonderful week. Go Aggies.